right, then here we are uh, in live action. Uh, you've just listened to our audio and format. And now uh-huh. you've listened to it. Now you're going to come back for the video format. We transform. Unless you are still listening to audio, in which case we still love you. Yeah. We transform, or in that case, we didn't. Uh, for those audio listeners, we are putting this up on YouTube as a video. And for you mm-hmm. video listeners, we do have an audio version. So, so, in case you you have to le- so in case you have to leave and you want to listen to the rest of this in the car, you can. Bing bong. And uh, we are the Fickner Podcast. Yes, we I are. I am uh, Brandon T. McClure. With me is Ben Magnet. Hello. Ryan Neliopoulos. Yeah, no James. I mean, I don't know why. You've always introduced yourself as James Eliopoulos. I know, and then for some reason, I don't want to do it anymore, <laughs> and I have to get away from it. <laughs> Sparks Witty. Uh, yes, I, that is me. That yeah. is you. Uh, this is the, our, our review special of Annabelle Comes Home. The sixth? Six. The sixth well, Conjuring ten, film. Ten ten the sixth Conjuring <laughs> film. Is it actually seven? It is seven. It's, it's technically ten seven with in La Llorona. Seven in six years. That's that's a lot, man. Yeah. Right, uh, right before we did this, we had an audio-only entire discussion of the Conjuring films before this, except for La Llorona. Yeah. Well, still kind of talked about La Llorona, so there you go. And you can hey, check that out. Hey, spoilers. Yeah. You can check that out here on YouTube, and you can also check that out on audio podcasts. Please, Please subscribe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, this is the, the sixth main Conjuring film. Uh, this is Annabelle Comes Home, the third Annabelle film. Um, full, so full spoilers from here on out for Annabelle Comes Home. If you have not seen the film, don't watch the, or listen to the rest of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, or do, uh, you know what? If you're Maybe interested, you, I guess. If you like care. spoilers, I don't judge. But full spoilers, you have been warned uh, from now on. So let's get uh, initial thoughts. Ben Magnet, initial thoughts. Eh. Oh, right. Okay, okay. That uh, Annabelle Comes Home is actually pretty decent. I really enjo- I enjoyed it. I had a good time. There's some really good scary imagery. Um... My thought after the film ended was it was kind of like a weird pseudo version of the Conjuring Avengers in a way, because there was more like Civil War or Civil War, because there's a lot of different like spirits, because a lot of the monster or quote unquote <coughs> monsters or spirits or whatever in the Warrens artifact room, they essentially come out to play thanks to Annabelle. So after seeing that, because we see from the trailer, I was really interested. It's like I want to know what that samurai armor is all about. Um, we're gonna get into it in, as as it goes on, but I actually really liked it. Yeah. Wait, wait, so I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. You went from eh to I really liked no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know why I start off with eh because it's not a eh movie. Okay. And I guess for me, because I for the longest time I said I don't like horror movies, and now yeah. I've gotten some good horror I, movies I to watch. Like, I feel like you just wanted to justify that there were things you liked in this. It's not just an eh yeah. film, but there there's a there's a. I think that we could. You and Ryan and I could all agree coming out of it. I don't know about you, Brandon, because we haven't talked about it yet at all. But um, that there's kind of like a, a special thing missing to it. I would say that. Right. Yeah. Initial thoughts? Yeah, I uh, I I liked a lot of it, but um, I found I found some of it honestly just kind of boring. Like there weren't. I'll tell you what. This is the least scary of all the Conjuring movies, and I was I was just waiting to be scared this entire movie, and I, I don't think I was scared a single time in this movie. If I'm, I'm pretty sure the family behind us would disagree with you on that. Oh, one. Oh, they would not stop talking. No, they the would entire not. Entire movie. Oh. That was so, that was rough too. That maybe impacted some of the movie maybe for me because they would not shut I, up. I wish I like a moment after the movie started. I I thought. I, as we were getting in there, I'm like, you know, I feel like we should sit one more row up. Yeah. Just yeah. they're not immediately behind yeah. us, and, and we didn't, and we should have. Um, but, like, I thought uh, some of the scares are really good. I actually like a lot of the, I like all the character stuff. I just found some of it kind of dull, to be honest. Sparks? I echo a lot of what Ryan has said so far. Um, I, I had things I enjoyed in this R-rated Goosebumps, but uh, there's yeah. there's a quality to it that, that I don't appreciate. And there's a there's a business angle to it that I really don't care for. Um, but I, I agree that I think a lot of the character stuff and the, the, the story based around those characters is good. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So. Oh, this is going to be good. This is my favorite Annabelle film. I mean, that's that's fine. Okay. It's I, okay that you feel I that way. I had a blast. I don't acknowledge, I acknowledge it is not better than Annabelle Creation. Uh, go back to our episode on the Conjuring films. Uh, Annabelle Creation is a better film. Uh, Annabelle Comes Home, for me, is a more fun film. It was entertaining. I was terrified a lot of it. Yeah. I think the characters are really great. And I had uh, such a good time that I feel confident at this current point to say this is my favorite of the three Annabelle films. Okay. That's cool Th- with me, man. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that, that's your thing. That's your thing. And again, it's not it's not bad. No, and no. Like, it's not, you're not saying these are better than the Conjuring movies. So like, there's no going to be any like, fight, no, fights or anything. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't feel strongly enough about... I mean, I like Annabelle Creations a lot, but like, I don't feel strongly enough about the rest of these movies that like super argue like you, you like what you like yeah. so the film opens um we'll give a little brief recap of the opening of the film and then just go into it about mm-hmm, uh sure. so the film opens with uh you know the beginning of the conjuring again this is again. What our, thir- our third time seeing it <laughs> did uh, not need that was it <laughs> uh, you know what it th- in this film it didn't bother me but it th- what other film was it in was it in it's in annabelle i think it's in all three it's in it's in no it's not in creation it's, it's not it's no, in annabelle it's not yeah. in creation it's in the beginning of annabelle yeah. uh-huh. to remind you that this is what it's about and i did not need it in annabelle sure because it never comes back around to that anyway and yeah. it's just being like hey remember that setup we did in conjuring one here's that setup again this one at least bridged into the warrens taking it from that moment um but i didn't need it yeah uh, I definitely would have not minded as much if Annabelle hadn't had it. It was very nice to see the Warrens again. Um, I really like those characters. I, th- I, I think same. they're, they're yeah, I, engaging. So I was ap- happy to see them again. After seeing all the films, minus La Llorona, I really enjoy films with uh, Anna Lorraine Warren in them. I enjoy those movies a lot. But what I really enjoyed about this movie is that Judy was the focal point. I really like Same. what's yeah. her name, McKenna, McKenna Grace. Grace. She's great. She is. I, yeah. I'm I'm late to the party with the char- with the actress because I've not seen Haunting at Hill House, but uh, I really like her. All three of the characters are uh, actors are great. Yeah. The main yeah. the main three ladies yeah. of this are mm-hmm. are great. Uh, yeah. So uh, they bring Annabelle home, and uh, we get oh. a, we get an effective. I think honestly, an effective scare with the. With the girl who died in a car accident, yeah. and now in the back seat of the car, having been drawn to the car by Annabelle, um, so, you know, with the whispers, "I like your doll." Why is it so cold? And Vera Farmiga well, is like, "Well, you were in a car accident." Well, not only that, it was they they see the car accident, so they had to turn around, and it t- takes place in the 1970s. So they, there's no GPS. They're on a the map. They're trying to figure out where to turn, make a turn. They miss a turn, and of all places, they the car breaks down in front of a freaking cemetery. Of all the places. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I also really like the sequence. I took small amount of umbrage with the implication that the doll is a beacon to spirits. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's coming from or why yeah. we needed that. Because I always thought I that... Think it's, I think it's trying... I, th- I thought about this a little bit. I think it's coming from an attempt to try and figure out... Like we, we now have the fan theory that it's a different doll in Annabelle and Annabelle creation, the two different dolls. Sure. Um, I think that was an attempt to try to figure out why that doll had drawn so much... Uh, so much attention to it. Well, but the doll got possessed by a demon in Annabelle. Yeah. So that's it. It's just possessed by a demon. I don't understand. I just wanted, uh, I, it's weird to me having seen all the films that's like, For it's possessed by a demon. For those of you watching in the video, that, there's his roommate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that it's possessed by a demon and yet it's a beacon to yeah. spirits as well. Yeah. Why is this demon a beacon to spirits? Because that's never been an established connection of this particular demon. And while while I did say that this is my favorite of the Annabelle films, um, I do have major gripes with the film too. Specifically, one of them being that I don't yeah. I don't think the I think Annabelle uh, I think this is a problem with all three. Uh, Annabelle is ill defined. Yeah, 
I agree. Uh, well, the rules I, aren't set. I agree now. I wouldn't have agreed before. Yeah. Annabelle is a demon that wants a soul. That's it. That's it. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you get to this one, and it's an establishment that uh, she is... I didn't need the establishment that she's like a beacon. Just a demon letting all the other things loose would have been plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, that's that's fine. Everything in that room is already bad. I didn't need a beacon... Yeah, line. and there's a there's a but bit I do con- agree with you that that was an effective scare. Moment. Yeah, uh, there there is a there is a sense that I always thought that when that they were going to use the idea that when the witch uses Annabelle in the Conjuring one that that was kind of how Annabelle was activated, and so that if you use if you used Annabelle creation, Annabelle the Conjuring, and Annabelle comes home, that's an interesting arc. It's an interesting journey for the for the Annabelle character. Yes, I 100% agree with you because I liked when we were doing our rewatch and we were talking about The Conjuring when it got to the moment where the witch was with Annabelle and Judy had seen it. Yeah. That I wanted that to be the bridge to this. Yes. And see the witch actually interact with it and everything and that didn't happen and I thought that was disappointing on some level that bit, like yeah. everything got, else got around but the witch thing that didn't come back around too because yeah. that felt like set up for this why she doesn't like the doll. Yeah, and we and we get a sense of, uh, you know, so we we get them when Annabelle's there. They have priest glass. I don't remember what it was. Chapel glass. Chapel, Chapel glass. glass. Chapel yeah. glass. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah, I love that. That establishes why that case is so important. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we jump to a year later, uh, which is mm-hmm. after the Conjuring, uh, which is probably where the director got confused. But in the same year. In the same year. It's 1971. Oh, that's okay. what it officially says. It's 1971 it's still. Official. Okay, so yeah, so it, it is after. That's uh, hi Fanny. That's Fanny. That's that's my um, girlfriend. This is a uh, man. For those of you listening to the audio, you're gonna be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Go to YouTube, watch the video. Um, yeah, I think I, I think this is where the director got confused. Is that the uh, the fact that the music box doesn't play a part in this film at all, uh, and that other than just sitting there, other than just sitting there, and that it is uh, it opens before the Conjuring. Uh, I think probably we talked about before when the trailer first came out that the director said it took place before The Conjuring. Uh-huh. I think that's probably where the director got confused. Yeah, it can't. <laughs> yeah, no, it can't. It can if the music box isn't there though. But the music box is. So yes. yeah, and I I disagree. I also in rewatching The Conjuring, I say this film couldn't take place before because I don't think Judy would hide in that room, which she does in The Conjuring. Yeah, she's hiding in that room, and Ed says you got to get out of here. Yes. and yes, after yes, the yes. events of this film, I don't think she'd do that. Yeah, yeah. So it has to take place after, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think. It fits better if it's after, and it's weird because I also felt like use of the music box would be pandering in a sense mm-hmm. to the, the exterior of the franchise, which I didn't want from this movie. But at the same time, looking at the Conjuring and that tease of the witch, I'm like, no, I kind of want that. I want yeah. that to come back. Yeah, it felt like it felt like unintentional setup for this movie. Yeah, that uh, there's a lot of that in this movie. So I I think that there's a I was interested in the brunette girl. I forgot her name. Daniela. Uh, Daniela when she. I l- I'm glad that she had a motivation for going Hell into yeah. yes. the Warrens. She was just like, oh, is she, she just like spooky stuff? Like, that's at not really a character. At first, yeah. when we first see her, I'm thinking, okay, this is just an idiot girl going into the spooky place where she's not supposed to be and then she's going to unleash all hell. Then when she takes the picture, I'm like, oh, what do we I have le- here? I legitimately said to Zara, I, I turned to her and I said, um, she deserves everything that's about to come to her. Sure. And then when it was revealed that she did it because her dad died, she just wanted proof that there was something after. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, honey. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> she, it's really sad. She goes from being the dumb idiot in like a lot of generic horror films to, oh, no, she has reason oh. and purpose, and I like it. And when she sees her dad playing the piano with that's her, so yes. oh, that's oh. so good. That's probably my favorite like scare sequence Same. in the whole film yeah. is the one 
because it's like Look what in, you in, did to me. in most other movies, it's a tender moment. Yeah. Like it's a Casper moment. Yeah. And then turns him just bloodied up. Look what you did. Yeah. yeah. Like, so yell, good. like yelling at her that it was your fault. Uh-huh. Because um, she blames herself. The, mm-hmm. the babysitter. What was her name? Ma- Sh- Mary Ma- Ellen. Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen tells Judy that the short of it is her dad You're not died. really the one good with names. What the hell? Was, look at this guy coming up on your on it, your grill. It depends. It, it really depends. It's not a fantasy series. It's a horror movie. We can't all be a name magnet. Ah, uh, I see what you did wow. there. I see what you did there. <laughs> but Mary Ellen's talking to Judy saying, yeah, short of it is that... Um, Daniela was in a car accident with her dad. Her dad died. And, and she was she, driving. Yeah, and she drove. She feels like it's her fault. Mm-hmm. So that scene where she sees a, the her dad in the mirror and he, she's smiling and then she turns around and he's all bloody and screaming at her like, this is your fault. Uh-huh. You did this. Just hurts. Yeah, it was, that was good. It really hurts. But it was also a really good freaky moment because we do see, um, like she goes inside the Warren's um, room, un- like, just touches everything. Everything. What a mistake. It's Not like, the conjuring music box. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but still, she touches That's why it doesn't all. activate. Yeah, oh, feely mealy. Oh, screw that game. Um, uh, I <sighs> wanted more to be done with it, to be honest sure. with you. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some moments that could have. And I and I would have. Pr- I, I really hated that shot in the moment where it focused in. Because oh, there was nothing yeah. else to focus on. I'm like, cool, I get it. It's important. Yeah. And then obviously, like, when the, they have the stack of games later. Then you're like supposed to be clued in, but it Feely felt just so forced. There's but then Judy of, says, "I don't remember that." There's one. a couple of of instances. Um, I'm remembering the se- the opening sequence, which I do like a lot. But w- you know, when she when she's holding up the map to the window and then brings uh-huh. it down, and then nothing's there. And that, yeah. uh, there's a couple of of just like fake out uh, scares, like. Oh, this is and like you recognize this as a scare as a scare buildup. Sure, nothing. And that's then he closes that's the not hood. The Ed closes the hood and there's and a there's all the yeah. 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 That's not new to the Conjuring fl- franchise to do those kind of fake outs. That's what in some ways has made the Conjuring Conjuring Two so effective is usually like a uh, misdirection of scare. Yeah. But what I think Conjuring and Conjuring 2 do better is keep you in that state of tension, then relief, then immediate followed tension, which this film didn't master every time it faked you out. Once the tension ramps up, it never lets you go. And I thought that was kind of an interesting decision. Uh, once the once everything is happening and they're trying to get the doll back into the case, like once they're looking for the doll with the ferryman <laughs> and all that sort of thing, there's no, there's no moments of levity once the attacks start happening. Yes, to an extent, I, I agree. I don't think I'm, it's not. That's really not entirely true. I think Bob the, has Bob Bob's has the balls. encounter with the werewolf, and that's tension, and then it drops to levity till it starts happening. It immediately turns house. into comedy for a second because like, he's like, he's like, he's got a broken guitar. And he's like, hey, what's that? what's going on? Oh no, when the chicken walks away. He's like, no, don't, don't. Yeah, go out there. there's yeah, definitely there. there's definitely some comedy as much as there, as yeah. much yeah. as I love Bob. There is. Um, I, I will say that I think there was stakes of tension, then levity, then tension, then levity. I agree with you that once. All the girls are encountering something in the house at the same time. Yes, it doesn't let up till the end. But um, this is the first film in this franchise where I felt like it very much played to the three-act structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it saved a lot of the ramp up for the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of the other films have usually like given you big things earlier. They and spread it back. out. Yeah, and this yeah. like saved all the punching for the end. There's and a, that is one of the things that I felt worked to its detriment. There's, a, there's a couple of moments in this film where uh, I things that scare me really work for me. Like when she's walking up the stairs, uh, uh, Mary Allen, when she's walking uh-huh. up the stairs and it's after she has already encountered the ferryman to an extent. Um, and sh- in the background, in the other room, in the, in the dining room, it's just a man standing there who is the ferryman has mm-hmm. been possessed. Yeah. There's also another moment that uh, works far better, actually. Uh, so I should have opened with that. 
But when the when the little girl is being knock, knocking is knocking on the door, yes, outside the uh, original spirit of Annabelle Mullins. Yes, when she is knocking on the door and she opens the door, in the background blurred out, Annabelle sitting on the at the dining room table. Yes, and it's very blink and you'll miss it. You're like you won't notice it. No, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, that, and I thought that was really cool. Th- that is good, but that is like in every single one of these movies. That's like the Conjuring. Yeah, but staple. it works for me. Is no, no, what yeah, I'm saying. It, it it, is, that sort it, of thing works for me. Yeah, yeah, it works. It does work. Um. I was surprised they didn't use more of Annabelle Mullen's spirit since they brought her in for that shot. Yeah. I was surprised yeah, that was right? all she was yeah. in it, especially because I was in the trailer and I'm like, cool, they're bringing back that same girl from creation. That's neat. Yeah. yeah. Really ties that together. Oh, I guess not what just for the, that. Moment. Um, there's another moment that I like where, uh, actually it's a moment I like and I don't like. So it's a good point. It's a good part. It's when, when they're starting to attack Judy and, um, she knocks her down her nightlight. Uh, I knew you were going here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh. the, and the images is Annabelle, Annabelle getting up and then it's, uh, her grown up form. It's the tall, lanky girl, Annabelle. Yeah. And then it's and the then, demon. And nope. Then it's, uh, Annabelle Higgins. Oh, you're Janice's right. possessed adult form, the murder from the original Annabelle. Yes. And then the demon. Yeah. And then the demon. I liked that. Part. I thought that was good. Yes. I um, like that. It would trace through Annabelle's thing. Yes. And then we see the demon, and I, I don't find the demon scary, so I don't like it when we see that creature. Especially at the end. like I, It is like fully in frame. And I'm like, oh, this is... I, yeah. I want to say, especially on the demon, since I've watched all these films up to this point, like this whole week I've seen all the, these movies. Would you say you're a conjuring expert now? No, I will not. Still see me kingpin? Yeah. No, cool. not okay. that well, either. Only an Stop. expert in one field. Gotcha. Joe Hill? <laughs> uh, once we got to the demon in full view, I, I knew what was coming. I knew we were going to see, because in all the Annabelle films, we see the demon in some way, shape, or form. In this one, we get a lot of full views of the demon. We can see some of his more finer details, I would say. So this time, yeah, air quotes. So finer. this time, I was like, okay, yeah, I knew the demon was coming. The part that really got me was the ferryman sequence when Mary Ellen's trying to find her, and all we see are the eyes and floating for some reason floating oh, eyes man. always get me I was in just the about to, I was about to mention this to you did you notice when especially when she goes into the closet where the fairy man has opened uh-huh the the light that she the the reflection of the light creates two dots on the screen uh-huh. that become the fairy man's eyes as yeah. it gets closer i thought yes. that was really that's, cool that's why it got me was the the fairy man sequence was got me and also a good scare that i liked was the bride circling the room the bride yeah. is great like, i like that too her, her like stop motion kind of contortion well not just thing. that but you see you see her walking around you see her in the windows you see her in the mirror she's outside and inside as she's going by like that's really uh-huh. good yeah, yeah. i i like that that's one of the few times where i felt like this movie, I feel, suffers from doing a lot of what other movies, including ones in the franchise and out of the franchise, have done before. Sometimes improving and sometimes the exact same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of those is that because that's basically the nun shadow walking through the study. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's taken to a new level and I did think that one worked. Yeah. yeah. But much to that point, I, I like that part. But I do think that this film suffers from walking into, as we talked about in our Conjuring series talk, this film walks into a lot of typical tropes. Uh, full on that the previous entries have avoided. Yeah. Uh, things that you'll see in other horror movies now done for the first time in the Conjuring franchise yeah. happen here. And I'm like, cool, I've seen it, but neat. I and usually I've I've been able to come here even to the lesser entries and seen something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the Ferryman real quick. Uh, I think it's a really good inclusion. Um, I really like the Ferryman. Um, there's a couple of bits that I, I do want to touch on. I want to touch on real quick. Uh, the bit where she lifts up the flashlight and the fairy man's eyes drop. Uh-huh. I thought that uh-huh. was really cool and mm-hmm. effective. That was scary. But <laughs> the thing that, that cracked me up 
uh, probably the second best joke of the franchise, but not intentionally, uh, is when you know Mary Allen is walking to the thing with the lantern, and then and then she's here like like coin drops, and then like a bunch of coins drop. I just turned to Dara. I go, oh shit, sorry, 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 my bad, my bad. Like <laughs> just like dropped coins <laughs> on accident. So a joke for you, a joke for, yeah, a joke for not you. Just because it's just so funny. Just like she's walking. Shit. Oh shit, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I like the design of the ferryman. I don't know that anything with him, him specifically, was used in a way that that really spin off 2021 baby worked for on, me. Honestly, well, <laughs> that's that's the big issue with me in this movie. Uh, uh, for real quick, the ferryman. Like, this is the first like demon for me that like I like the imagery and like especially with like the silver coins and stuff. But like, uh-huh. I I was not really scared at all by the ferryman at all. To I'm, be honest, well. The ferryman itself, I, I just the imagery kind of got me, but the whole floating eyes, and then when she brings the flashlight up, but the coins drop, I was like, okay, that's some spooky stuff. Yeah. Um, I think a, like a a monster trope I like is the vengeful bride, like the wedding dress. I like the bride I, more. I enjoyed that a lot, but myself. uh, something that I was really hoping would be explained more, and it did get a prominent shot in the near the end of the film, was the samurai armor. Like we can yeah. hear, like Mary Ellen's walking up to the army. She can hear the it's people screaming. <laughs> yeah, people screaming. I assume a few rogue samurai were killing a bunch of people, and that armor was used to to murder a whole bunch of it's the villagers or something. It's unclear what that armor is supposed to be. Yeah, prequel. But, but the thing is, is that we don't get anything about it. She just feudal Japan conjuring movie. What? Listen, I'm not, I'm against uh, I'm against this idea, but that sounds pretty dumb. Of, of all of them, that's the one I'm the most into. You know what? Feudal I'm, Japan and Crusaders give me both those. Movies. And uh, and the TV show, the TV, oh, the Haunted TV. Oh, Hell the Haunted yeah. TV. That's oh. I thought that was really cool. That yeah. was, yes, I uh, love that. It felt like something out of Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. But at the same time, that doesn't go anywhere. She just hears the screaming and the it, the armor looking dead at her, and then here comes you and says, "Hey, come on, let's go." And then oh, a jump scare of a human face in the mask. That's uh-huh. it. Oh, was and that then, what that was? I yeah. blinked. The, it, yeah. I think the implication is that like there's something captivating about the armor where mm-hmm. you just kind of get sucked into the entrenches of the war it's been in. Yeah, I, maybe that. But the Twilight Zone... Uh, Television. Because I got major uh, poltergeist vibes from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it took me a little bit to figure out that there was a f- it was a head on a loop. As in, it keeps getting further as the as it as it. Um, yeah, it's foretelling the future. Almost. As it's yeah. on, it, the 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 future it's foretelling keeps getting further and further uh-huh. as as it continues to be on. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting idea because at first she's she's it's very close to her and then it starts pulling back and then it starts pulling back and then she's until, covered in blood <laughs> until yeah. then you see an entire sequence mm-hmm. that doesn't actually end up happening, which which, I was, which is fine with me, but because right. that whole. That shot of her covered of um, Daniela covered in blood is after she answers the phone, and we don't see how she gets covered in blood, but she's screaming and mm-hmm. it looks like she's about to die. And then that's sure. what, and that, and that's when they find her because she realizes that she goes snooping in the warrens. She opens the case, takes Annabelle out, puts it back. Spooky stuff starts happening. She leaves the she house, just locked the, she just and then locked realizes, the oh shit, I still have the keys. So in she my sneaks pocket. back in, sneaks back in, and gets locked into the artifact room. More spooky shit happens. Judy and uh, Mary Ellen find her, and I actually the whole the way the it worst crime is she burns the cake. She burns yeah, that she birthday, burns that cake. birthday. How, dare How dare she? How dare she? But the whole progression of oh man, the pizza guy. Uh, <laughs> what a what weird a, character. What a, what a dope. <laughs> Minus one slice. <laughs> Bob's got balls. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the whole progression of the all three of the girls coming together 
I really enjoy because it's not like, oh, it has to happen because this. It's eventually like, what about it goes into a what about Mary Ellen? What about Judy? Because they're all three fighting certain demons. And, yeah. then they, and, and I then like the exorcism. Uh, she turns on the exorcism that uh, Ed Warren does from the Conjuring mm-hmm. to oh, try yeah. to excise the when bride. When she eventually gets possessed by the, the wedding dress. Uh, I want to back off some of the scare stuff for a moment and just talk about the character stuff because it's the stuff I really enjoyed in the film is oh. uh, the fact that Judy. we talked about Daniela and her motivation and I thought that was really excellent. I agree with you guys that the turnaround on that turned me around on that character made me care. Uh-huh. I thought it was really good. Um, I really like that Judy's story is an exploration of being a child of the Warrens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. her at school and everybody thinks that she's being bullied and she is, but that's not what's bothering her. What's bothering her is she's like her mom. She she's having see visions. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really like all of that stuff. Same. Uh, and Mary Ellen might not have anything as strongly motivating as the other two, but she's a successfully engaging and character. She's, and, and she's her, really sweet and caring. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she never feels like, she doesn't feel like overly too typical girl teenager in a horror movie in yeah. any direction. She's, you know, crushing on a guy, mm-hmm. but she's not like overzealous or popular. She's very friendly with, uh, she's, Good Again, like friend. a realistic friendly, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the character stuff in this is really good. Gary Doberman knows how to write these characters enough to be engaging and, and relationship-wise. And, and he's responsible for The Nun, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. And there's good character stuff in all of those, I'd argue, whether yeah. or not the story overall works. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the same here. This is his first directorial outing. And I feel like it kind of shows. Sure. Uh, especially because uh, my my so I my second biggest gripe... Uh, it's the boy, Bob. Uh, Bob. He, it doesn't. He doesn't really serve any purpose within the narrative, other than to be chased by a werewolf a comic that was queued up earlier. And, and I don't to provide think that, levity. Yeah, and I don't think that. I don't think the werewolf plot works. Oh, the hellhound. Yeah, he, the hellhound was just there just to be there because they had the, ten minutes to the script. Well, when the girls were going through the files, we saw the ferryman, we saw the hellhound, we saw the wedding dress, but then they're talking about the uh, monkey the with the, the fe- symbols who doesn't do anything. Yeah. Then they hel- get to the feely mealy. Uh, 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 file yet? Because they they no. keep teeing up all. They yeah. keep looking at the files of monsters that attack them. Yeah. You're right. They, this evil f- board game. <laughs> yeah, but they go. Yeah, this. But the hellhound part, I felt like they need to be in it at all. I kind of like the scene of what Bob hiding in the chicken coop and then the chicken going outside. I and, did he's, too. and he's like, no, no, don't go in there, don't I go in there. And he Bob's closes the door like, guy. I'm so sorry. And you yeah. hear the chicken like get eaten by the hellhound. And, but especially when he saves Judy and then it just doesn't run back into the house with them. Yeah, that like I, it, I thought that was really dumb. Of that him. character like, doesn't really serve a lot of purpose to the narrative of the story outside right. of what Spark said to, ser- I, to provide levity. I agree with you. Uh, and I, I was still, I still kind of like him though. No, I like him a hundred percent. But I, I agree with you that like his purpose, he is rather purposeless to the script overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that especially because he doesn't help after he saves Judy from the werewolf. You can take that whole sequence out, and it's that's it. You're done. Sure, you've you've yeah. you've, you've lost nothing to the yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Can we just talk about like the, all all the spinoff movies we're gonna get now? Yeah. Okay. So like my my biggest problem is like from a business standpoint, I can feel the like he, set up. This the is movie. a this is a pulse check on the Conjuring franchise. Like, do you guys want to see a movie about the Fairyman? Do you guys want to see a movie about this bride? Do you want to see a movie about this monkey with the symbols? <laughs> do you want to see a movie about this TV set? How Maybe. about it's, it's? Yeah, it's one of those things. The only one, the only spinoff I would like is the Feudal Japan one. That's the only one I like. Honestly, I'll, look, I'll be honest. I'm looking forward to the Crooked Man, and I would see the Fairyman. The thing is. I, I would be more looking forward if I didn't feel like 
and I'm not counting this film, but the quality level of these spinoffs is getting more rushed and lesser. And let's say La Llorona, because La Llorona is being considered part of this, regardless of how we feel. That about dude's it. directing collectively. The next major He's movie. directing Conjuring Three. That's a big deal. I I I worry that the they're they're pumping these things out, but they're being more watered down. Sure. I and agree. and that makes me not nothing in this made me go. I want a Fairy Man movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like no- his design was cool, but nothing about it engaged me in like, yes, I want this. Give this to me now. Yeah, nothing yeah. in this movie made me want a Fairyman movie. Nothing in this movie made me want a spin-off of anything. Honestly, when I first saw the before I started watching all the conjuring films, because I knew about all of the Annabelle films. When I heard about Annabelle Comes Home, this was my first thought. Oh great, another freaking Annabelle movie. Here so, we go again. Yeah, like uh, I mean, excuse me. Oh, sorry, God, yeah. The whole thing, my the, my whole reasoning was, here's another spinoff of a famous horror franchise that's going to get run into the ground. Luckily, yeah. now I've seen all the films. That's not the case. Annabelle Creation, really, really good. Annabelle Comes Home, still pretty good. I really liked it. Annabelle, not the best. But yeah. don't worry, it gets better from I from do honestly on. think that there is a sense of creative... Um, Bankruptcy. No, I've talked about I've talked about before what makes a good shared universe, and the Conjuring franchise is now a shared universe for better or worse. Um, what what defines it as a creative force? What defines a good one between a bad one is a clear creative uh, force. And I think James Wan, like I told you the story about what happened with the nun. And I think if, as long as James Wan continues to be a creative force, I don't honestly think he would allow because I don't think the Conjuring is a bad film. Critics tend to look like they agree with me even though when the first dropped it was like a 50% I was like oh shit you mean the first one no Annabelle comes home sorry oh, okay uh, the first the sorry you said conjuring like those movies like, are very highly sorry so like, so yeah uh, the first the, this Annabelle film um, with the the critic review has been positive uh, even though when it started it wasn't uh, so yay but I do think that there is a sense that James Wan is not willing to just throw one out um as long as he, cr- he remains creatively involved, I don't think we have anything to worry about. But here's the thing. None of them have been, like, really, really bad. But that doesn't mean that, like, <laughs> like I don't want a middling movie. And I think, I, like, some of these are middling. I mean, like, and, and that's the... This is all, like, banking off of the goodwill of the Conjuring films. And the Conjuring films are fantastic. But only one of them, amongst all the others that have come out, would I even hold up to a candle of what they are. The rest are all right or decent. Mm-hmm. depending and that's the thing is that it, like James Wan has been creatively involved he's a producer on all of them he's had some amount of story say so on all of them and they're still coming out middlingly so like yes I acknowledge James Wan's fantastic he has great creative power guess what it's still not him getting enough input to save these yeah this is the the the, the nun he was involved in that he helped make the story for that. He was obviously there to clean who up knows, at the end. Who knows how bad that movie actually was, and he saved it. Sure. And but, he doesn't even get credit for it. And and that's still just okay. Uh, and, and so him being involved, unless he's directly doing it, I don't know. It's just not and, It's not necessarily enough. My One of my big problems... I'm sorry about the sun in my eyes. It's hard for me to see. Uh, my big problem with this movie is... Uh, uh, I, I, I make the thing all the time, like, you know, like nothing, you know... Uh, not you, we, we don't need everything, you know. Uh, you don't always need a sequel, but, like, nothing's important. You can do whatever you want. Uh, for me, this specific movie... Man, I just can't see. Sorry. I can't see. Okay. Uh, no, I got you. Uh, this movie felt unnecessary. Like it really doesn't for me. Besides adding other demons that could be spinoffs, this doesn't. This doesn't feel like this is the next step in the Conjuring franchise. Oh, see, now I will disagree with that. Okay, I want. I really want to know why. I, I I think that this is the only Annabelle film that felt necessary. Yeah. 
I don't think Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, or The Nun felt necessary. I actually, think this maybe film maybe that's what it is. Maybe necessary. because we've had so many other movies, this is the one that we actually needed because it involved the Warrens and how she got there. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm Annabelle fatigued out, and that this could was, be. Yeah, and that yeah. could be, and that's that's the thing. I, I think that there that this is the only spinoff film that I was ever excited about. Like I was very excited and i liked yeah. it a lot and yeah. here's the thing like as an idea i always felt the moment the conjuring came out there would eventually be a movie like there's all these artifacts there's going to be a movie where what if the artifacts did a thing at the house because they're all in one room together and this was that movie and i didn't feel like anything any of them did anything that impressive this should have been like fact cabin the, in the woods man fact of the matter is if you compare this the craftiness of the demon in annabelle creation the fact that it kills the two mullins in that movie uh one of at least if not all of the girls they should be dead not only was annabelle's demon after them all these other things were after them how they survive is baffling yeah it doesn't actually make any sense when you compare the stakes of what we've seen these things be able to do in the other movies so they all come off as just like what it comes off as from a business point of view is this idea that i really wanted to do the sickness sequence with werewolves that was going to be conjuring three oh it can't be conjuring three all right, well, can we put it in Annabelle Comes Home? I have this idea for the fog to turn into a werewolf and do this thing. I mean, cool. I, uh, can we do this sequence about uh, this fairy man? Uh, he can't actually kill any of the characters, but we can imply that one of the actresses will be the main character of the spinoff movie because there's her picture, so it's the same-looking person. Great, let's set that in. It, it feels very... Uh, Iron Man 2. It feels very um, mechanical in its setup with all of the extra spirits rather than organically allowing them to feel like presence having a purpose there of their own, which the other films have successfully done before. I don't know if I necessarily agree, but <coughs> I also don't know if I necessarily disagree. Um, my other gripe is I don't think the ending, the very end, I don't think it works with them with, uh, the three, uh, monsters converging the, the while, they're, the bride while the, they're trying uh, to push Annabelle back into the mm-hmm. case. I think that's, uh, that's a, not handled well. I don't think that sure. sequence is handled well. Yeah. Um, outside of all of those gripes that I just mentioned, I, I truthfully had a great time in this film. I think it is. Uh, I think it is scary. I was very scared. Um, I think it's fun. I love all the characters in it, and uh, I think that uh, uh, I really wanted this movie, and I got the movie I wanted. I think is what I'm getting at. I'm very happy for you that that's the case. When this is like, like I kind of expected this to be like a cabin in the woods scenario. You know, all of these spooky things happen, but like I didn't, I didn't get a for me. I didn't get enough of that stuff, and I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's I watched all of these horror movies in a row, but this one, I, I really wasn't startled at all, like very much. I, I like, I like the story stuff a lot more in this than a lot of the other movies, but the scares for me just, just weren't there. Um, yeah. I would say there's good. Can we use that as your final thoughts. That sure. Good with that. Sure. Good. Okay. Sparks, are you good with that? I'm just trying to decide if I'm ready for final thoughts. If there was more I wanted to say about the movie, okay. Well, well, well then. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the imagery in this movie it was good. I I enjoyed it. I mean, yes, not a lot of things like scare me. Not like the scene in Annabelle creation with the with the eyes, or the scene in Conjuring Two with the blurred with the blurred out um, Bill Wilkins. That stuff is scary. The stuff in here is decent imagery. The one I would say is kind of freaky is. Well, from for me personally, the ferryman, obviously, and also that really cool shot of the bride going around. Yeah, that was great. But other than that, like Annabelle herself is just, I mean, yeah, I hate that doll, but also I do like the sequence that Brandon talked about earlier, 
where if she like grows or she gets up, she grows up and then through, it's like the, through the light. Yeah, through yeah, the light. That's I awesome. Thought yeah. That was a cool. That was a cool sequence. But the demon itself, probably because I've seen the demon in all the other movies, it well, the design wore off. It's not that scary anymore. I know what you look like because uh, of the other films. I do just want to say, touching on the demon thing, that I'm proud of them for always using a practical makeup design of the demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I understand that like overseeing it doesn't work, and I agree. But I am proud that they continue to use a practical design for their demon uh-huh. rather than something else. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. Where, like I said, I when Sparks, when you were saying that some of these kids should be dead, you're kind of right. Especially when Bob, he runs out. He doesn't follow Judy back into the house with um, uh, Daniela and Mary Ellen. He just runs back into the bushes. It's like, there's still... The, you see the fog forming the hellhound again, dude. You should run in the house. Get out of there. Don't run into the bushes, You're, you, you dumbass. This is the film where I felt the most confused by the constraining of the rules that all these spirits would be bound by. Because what we have established in The Conjuring prior to this, and I know not all of these are demons, but but even with spirits, ghosts, uh, in The Conjuring 1, it's, uh, what is the order of events? It's oh uh, uh, infest- in- infestation, oppression, oppression and possession. Yeah. And those are kind of the rules, and that's why these things take time, and they start small, and they get bigger and bigger and more oppressive. Because they have to break you down as a person. Like, Ex- you, have uh-huh. to be, you have to be like in a negative space for them to affect Exactly. You. So all these things start because it's all happening in one night, they all have to start at their maximum, essentially, but they're also held back, and I don't understand why. It doesn't make sense why all these things can be going after them at once within this home and not get them. They, they back off at the most convenient of times, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I feel so much in this movie that I've never felt in any of the Conjuring films that makes it feel like the threat isn't as present and it makes it feel less scary. And again, like all, when it is going for scares, they're not scares that are new to me uh, or inventive enough. Also, one tiny gripe. This is just me being a nitpick. But isn't it other Conjuring films where Ed Warren says we have a priest come in monthly? That's and, I said the exact same thing. And then in another him. movie they said twice, twice a, month. a month, and now finally weekly. it's weekly. They yes. Keep, yes. keep changing how many times a priest shows up to bless the damn room. You're, you're correct. They do okay. change that. Okay, I thought I was going crazy for a second. No, no, I, you're, you're I correct. turned to him in the theater. I was like, I thought it was like weekly or monthly or bi-weekly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I do. one thing I really like about this movie, and um, I wish the Warrens were in it more, but I am glad they're in it at all. Uh, at the very end, when when she calls uh, Daniela, like, darling Daniela, oh, that and was she's a- like, Judy, did Judy ever talk? She's like, no, your dad talked to me. And I am not going to lie, I had a single tear go down my face. That Because that was a beautiful moment. Me too. Beautiful I got choked moment. up at that. That yeah, was that's, excellent. That's my favorite part in the whole movie. Characters and, and like the story are not an issue here. No. Uh, I also really like the the father from the school. Him being a good spirit, oh, I yeah, really like the way that comes up. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really glad that that was a part of it. That her and Ju- uh, Mary Ellen and Judy having that moment where she explained that—that's awesome. Not all ghosts I really are like bad. that stuff. Yes, a tiny little callback to the nun because we realize all the nuns in the Abbey were dead the whole time, and some of them are good, and some of them are evil. Uh, I also know that you like this because we talked about it when it was in the trailer. But the call to Lorraine, yeah, and it said uh, it's <gasps> Annabelle. Can oh, I talk to Annabelle? Annabelle yeah. needs a soul. Give her your soul. That was awesome. Yeah, I like that because we've never seen the uh, the Warrens in that kind of light. We've never heard yeah, them, yeah. never used the Warrens' voice. And I really like everybody coming to Judy's birthday at the end. Yeah. So that also cute. is a super yeah, great yeah, yeah. emotional scene. I also really like that they the, the, the Warrens get back. Okay, we tell them everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's yeah. like, no secrets. We're telling them everything. Mm-hmm. And then Bob runs because he's, no, he's not supposed to be there. But other than that, Bob. like them being truthful and telling them everything. And then later... When Danielle, when uh, Lorraine and Danielle have that scene in the room, she straight up says, "Like you found out the hard way." 
but your dad loves you. And she gives her the, um, I want to say closure that her dad never blamed her. Yeah. And he still loves her and misses her. I yeah, wish right. I wish Daniela could be in like The Conjuring 3 and she's like one of the like, extra assistants who works with the Warrens, but I know that won't happen. God, that'd be so Because it'd have to be, be like so eight sweet. years later. Yeah, so dope. Yeah. Um, but I really liked her. Uh, uh-huh. I really liked all the actors. I thought they, they all were killing it. I really do feel that so, way. So, yeah, like... I I look at I'm looking at these movies in like three different aspects. You know, you got the scares, and you got the plot, and you got the characters. And the two Conjuring movies are the and, and Annabelle Creations are the only ones that get all three of them right. Like this movie for me, it has the characters. Uh, it doesn't really have the scares, but like Annabelle has the scares, but it doesn't really have the characters. And I'm like, oh man, I just you guys all need to come together because you can do it. I know you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> James uh, Wan, come back. So now should we do final thoughts and ratings? Yeah, sure. Uh, Sparks, should we go first then? Um, I. I'm not anti this. I really wanted this to to land with me, and I, I wish it did. Um, it's it's purely on a matter, and I'll I'll even be the first to admit that maybe I'm just holding the franchise to a higher standard at this point, uh, and I expect more out of it. Uh, but this just didn't meet it when it comes to terms of like scaring me. You're introducing all these uh, new spirits and stuff, and I'm not feeling as engaged with them as I am with a lot of the others we've seen in this franchise. And that just, it bums me out. Uh, I wish I didn't have this sense of feeling the setup for, we want to do a story about this. We want to do a story about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really think that they killed it with the characters. I like the story basis of what's happening and I, I like a lot of elements to it. I, I'm not that negative on it. Uh, this is still miles above in, for me, the nun and Annabelle. So it it still lands there, but I felt like there could have been more creative aspects to this, especially when it comes to the use of scares. Oh, and between this and The Nun, there's getting to be a too much fog machine use in these movies. Yeah, baby. Uh, On on an insane level. Written on a piece of paper, fog, question mark? I'm like, what? This is something I forgot in our Conjuring discussion, but I really like that Annabelle creation in this movie did too, which is why I'm bringing it up. But Annabelle creation brought back what Annabelle didn't and I didn't understand, the use of the paper with the crayon to talk because she used it as Annabelle's spirit with her dad. Oh yeah, and then it came back around from the original Conjuring here, using the paper to communicate. Miss me, all that. I love that. It's super twisted. Yeah, um, I'm glad that they. It's very aware of like the franchise it's in, and it has a lot of good energy around that. And exploring the Warrens' home, at least as the horror setting, was really good. I just uh, felt like there could have been, there could have been a notch stepped up on on the use of the the spirits the designs i think are good it's just the where they were used how they were executed in moments um i kind of wish the daniela being possessed thing had gone a little further before it had been undone what would you give it what would i give it Mm, i say seven all right yeah uh i think this movie is uh uh good like I'm, I'm glad I watched it. I'm really glad. I am glad again, Brandon. I am glad that we did do this conjuring thing because, like, watching all these back to back has been really cool to see how, like, I almost like it's like six years of filmmaking. All like, man, it's all one connected unit. It's really cool to see. Um, I yeah, like you know, I'm a big, I'm a big horror guy, and I love spookies. And like, I the spookies weren't there for me, but in substitution of that, for me, was really great character stuff. Uh, so um, it's not a total loss for me. Um, I would give it, I would give it like a seven five. Yeah, Ben. Watch getting up to this point with almost all the Conjuring films. I'm like, I, it's not my favorite franchise, but it's a franchise I now enjoy. It's a franchise that I enjoy seeing, and now when we talk about stuff like this, it's like, okay, cool. 
I don't know if whenever the next movie film comes out, that that's the the Crooked Man that's coming out next. No, right? next is uh, Conjuring Three next year in September. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, depending on what the trailer looks like for Conjuring Three, I might go see it. I might not. But well, now go you're see invested. It. You have to see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. but we're gonna drag you to it. Ah, oh, damn it! But seeing Anna he says that, but he's looking forward to it. <laughs> well, see, well, seeing Annabelle comes home, I have to agree. It, it was good. I loved all the character moments because for. For horror movies like this, I'm thinking, I was like, oh, great, it's just going to be a whole a, a demon cluster shag. A whole bunch of demons and <laughs> monsters got to come out and just, and just like wreck all everyone's demon shit. Demon cluster shag? Well, you know what I wanted uh, to say. I was just going to say real quick, I just saw that they updated it. Annabelle Comes Home now takes place in 1972, not 1971. So one, it is the next year after The Conjuring. Oh, okay. okay. Right. But it's the, the character moments in this make, make this movie for me. It's... um. The, I guess the closure at the very end and even seeing all these these monsters that are in the Warren's archive room, it's like, you could do some stuff with it if you're really into it, but at the same time, I only want one and that's the, I want the story of the armor. That's it. Mm. That's, the one I, that's the one I personally want. Everything else, if they do it, okay, fine, whatever's your universe, do, do what you want. I would say, yeah, it's a 7.5. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. Um uh, really great characters. McKenna Grace is really great. I'm kind of bummed that she's not the main actress for Judy at this point because she was so good and Judy's yeah. kind of just been there in the background for most of the Conjuring films. Very much. At, at least she got the film where Judy was in it the most. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I really like that. I give it uh, probably, I think a 7.5 is good uh, for that. Uh, I do want to say that I don't mean to to take away from your enjoyment of it at all. That's not... I, I hope it doesn't just because this is where I landed on it because I'm really, I am genuinely happy for you that you got what you wanted out of it. I really am. Uh, it, it's uh, just where it fell for me. I understand. Um, yeah. I will say real quick. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, are we, are we ending it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to end it yet. Hold on. Uh, this was Gary Dauberman's first directorial debut and he wrote a lot of these movies and I think with enough time, I think he can develop into not James Wan, but like a, a decent horror director. So like, it's a shame that like this high profile Annabelle comes home, you know, the third movie, you know, so many monsters. Like I wish I, he almost got like a smaller movie to direct first because like this guy's clearly entrenched in this universe. So like, I am not against seeing him direct another movie. Cause I think, I think he will only get better from here. Yeah, I don't, I, I agree. I don't think that this movie is trash from a directorial standpoint at all. I think for first outing it's, it's held together very well. Yeah. Uh, there are good choices, a lot of good choices on display here. I will say now that I think about it real quick that the feely mealy, I kind of could have just done without in lieu of having more developed with the other spirits. Yeah, I don't think you needed the feely mealy. Yeah, I, I, I feel at one like point where it they ultimately the ended up at was just, dumped it out. <laughs> well, where it ultimately, although, jeez, uh, I keep thinking of things, although I did like that every time uh, Mary Ellen hesitated for something. Judy was just like, "No, just do it. Do it. Get it done." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's like, "We don't have time. This stuff she's is like, happening." She just she goes knows in, this grabs the keys, like, "Here it is. Let's yeah, go." Yeah. So she, the only time that she does hesitate is when Annabelle's throwing at her, and she, then uh, 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 Judy. Ju- no, uh, when Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, Mary Ellen shouts, Ellen's "Go like, run, yeah. go run!" And then oh, she grabs yeah, yeah. Annabelle. And uh, but that feels like hesitation out of like not fear, but out of wanting to help Mary Ellen right. if she could. I, I liked that Judy was given that sense of. Uh, independent like strength that she she felt like she knew enough she can handle this yeah. she could do something about this i did like Man, that and con- con- congrats we talked about it in the discussion but congrats to this entire franchise for having all good children actors yeah, yeah. like man because they're so few and far between uh, especially in hollywood so like it's Check really cool mckenna grace ghostbusters 2020 hey man good I'll for her her and finn wolfhard uh, all right, so that'll do it. This Heck has yeah. been our Annabelle Comes Home review special. Thumbs up. Um, uh, you guys want more Annabelle talk? 
are we ranking the franchise? Oh yeah, we talked about doing the, that at the end. Let's rank the franchise, Ben. Oh, you go first. Okay. No, you just watch them. Uh, Sparks, you go first. Uh, Conjuring two, Conjuring one, Annabelle creation, Annabelle comes home, The Nun, Annabelle. Ryan. Conjuring two, Conjuring one, Annabelle creations. I think I like the nun for the scary factor more than I like Annabelle comes home. So then Annabelle comes home and then Annabelle. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Ben conjuring two. Uh, I would say Annabelle creations. Nice. Then conjuring one. Um, Annabelle comes home, the nun, and then Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle's getting the shaft. Uh, well, yeah. Cause Annabelle's <laughs> not that good. Yeah. So, as I said before, I fully acknowledge that Annabelle Creation is a better movie. Uh, however, Annabelle Comes Home just set better with me for whatever reason. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so I would do Conjuring 2, Annabelle Comes Home, Annabelle Creation, Conjuring, The Nun, and Annabelle. I'm womp glad that womp. we can all agree that Conjuring 2 is just a fantastic Straight film. Movie. Legitimately yeah. one of the best horror movies of the 21st century. Like, like even, for real. You could even take away like horror moniker. That is a fantastic film. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, for more on the Conjuring franchise, check out our Conjuring uh, discussion. Should be up on, on the interwebs uh by the time you listen to, by the time you you have seen this, it's simultaneously simulcast. Um, all right, so that'll do it for us. Thank you for joining us, YouTube. Thank you for joining us, iTunes or Spotify or iHeartRadio or wherever the hell you're listening to us. I don't even know anymore. Zoom Marketplace. Uh, rate and review wherever you get us. Definitely subscribe um, to YouTube. Right there down, are things down, down here. There? I don't know where they are, but you should it's like them and way. hit them and love them. We're get more subscribers every day. Keep going. Do you like Annabelle? Tell us down there. Do you not like Annabelle? You can also tell us that. Yeah, leave some comments. Do it. Um, all right, so until then, guys. Don't uh, open that floodgate, Brandon. <laughs> what? Don't, Don't open that floodgate. <laughs> Stay fake, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>